views and opinions expressed by Edwin are Edwin and Edwin's only, all right? Not of the sponsors, employers, baby mama, anybody he went to school with, anybody he owe money to. With that being said, enjoy the video. What is going on, everyone? Edwin Pagan here. Thanks for joining me on the Word on the Road podcast, your weekly technology pair package, man. Oh, my God, the green screen is acting up on my face, man. Guys, listen, I apologize. I wanted to get this episode out, so there might be some minor technical difficulties on this episode. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening to this podcast, you ain't going to see anything. Audio should be fine. But with that being said, man, this is the weekly, uh, this is the Word on the Road podcast, a weekly technology care package. I do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, which I haven't been doing. I feel guilty doing this right now. So uh, I am officially, I am officially, I'm officially, I'm officially, I'm officially uh, changing the podcast Wednesdays on. Right? I'm releasing this every Wednesday. It, it, it's a lot more easier to do, man. I've been having so many um, just uh, engagements, uh, especially with this new client that I'm working on. And uh, it just I, I want to be able to deliver and, and promise, you know, the uh, deliverable date of this podcast. Uh, and uh, every, you know, three times a week is just becoming a little more difficult than I expected. So with that being said, I officially will be releasing this podcast every Wednesday as I, as I speak. I'm going to try to do some other stuff in between that. Maybe do like some vlogs, maybe do some rants, something among those lines. But I definitely will be doing this podcast uh, every Wednesday. So um, this will be the podcast I do every Wednesday where you take three articles from the Internet. I give you my insight, my review on them, uh, and I send you on your way, hopefully more employed, <laughs> more employed, more informed, and uh, more aware of what's going on in the Internet, man. And, uh, like I said, man, I started this podcast as a way to kind of just be able to share with you guys things that I, I find interesting on the Internet, uh, things that I like, uh, usually technology really, like I said, but... But um, I enjoy doing this. I want to continue to do this. And uh, um, I'm going to continue to do this. But uh, doing it every Wednesday seems more realistic. But, but with that being said, man, quarantine. That's where everybody's life is going on right now, man. So uh, I've definitely been in quarantine. Uh, do not get out much. I think I've been running the most of I've been doing. And, you know, I got some new headphones. So shout out to these new headphones I got. Jesus, where did they go? Um, where do they go? I have a picture of them. Where do they go? I don't have them on me. Um, but yeah, I got some new headphones, man. Cause like I said, I'm trying to stay healthy during the quarantine, uh, and mental health and physical health and, uh, all that stuff is very important. So obviously I got to exercise gyms are closed. And so I've been running a lot more. Uh, I'm trying to put up three or four miles a day while running. And I got to tell you, man, AirPods, maybe the worst, worst headphones ever made for running the airpod pros uh the other day straight up the other day i was running it was raining it was raining my airpod fell out couldn't find it anywhere i'm talking about i couldn't find it anywhere i had to continue running and then me and my fiance came back when the rain fell uh when the rain stopped we came back we drove back and then we spent like 30 minutes looking for this airpod in in, in the basically in the ground and so uh with that being said i ended up switching new headphones man so i got these uh, bone conduction headphones man so basically they sit on your temple and somehow it gets into your ear amazing bro it's game changer it's so much easier to run when you're not trying to worry about if your airpod is staying in your ear because i cannot drive a car or run or do any type of fitness without music playing in my ears i just don't operate like that you know what i'm saying and so um with the with the airpods um i thought you know i had the original airpods and they worked great and they were great for the office and they were game changer but when it came to exercise it just didn't work out man and so i got the airpod pros thinking it might be a little uh, especially since the AirPod Pros have like the noise cancellation, and that didn't work. They literally pop. They're literally the worst headphones. These are it right here. They're the worst headphones ever designed for me. Especially like they don't stay in my ears whatsoever. I've tried every single tip. I've tried every single app that says you know check the seal test. It doesn't work. It does not work. And I'm not gonna sit here and because I love Apple products except their laptops. 
Apple product, but these headphones do not stay in my ears. So I got bone conduction headphones. It's a game changer. And so now I am just a little runner, right? I go running with them. Um, but man, yeah, definitely that's what I've been up to during the quarantine, uh, just trying to stay fit. Um, and I also just, I've been finding it really, really interesting um, uh, how so many companies right now that like I'm seeing right now weren't prepared for quarantine or and by prepared for quarantine, how outdated a lot of companies' systems are for like mod, like for like accessing resources remotely, because that's all remote work is, right? You're just accessing the, the company's resources remotely, and yeah, man, most of these workplaces are not modernized, bro. It's 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 almost nuts to me, and so I find myself creating a lot more videos online now geared towards remote workers, and um, you know, like it, 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 with all that being said, man, um, I think that this is all over we're going to see that like first of all there's so many things that we can do from home the idea that people have to come into an office doesn't make sense anymore and i think the fact that you did like it's like the old saying but did you die but but did you die i think we're gonna be able to look at this situation and be like but did you die can these companies survive outside of the workplace right and reality is is that like all a workplace is for a lot of these jobs is just one giant basically daycare it's like we have to make sure the adults are doing what they're supposed to be doing um because with with skype with video with video meetings and all that stuff why is it that we can't do that you know what i'm saying it's like we it's like you work eight hours when you really think about it you work eight hours but you still work like 10 hours right because you spend an hour getting ready and an hour going to work and all that stuff and so i think that um I think, like, in my opinion, though, like, this, this, this whole quarantine is really going to change the marketplace. But, man, with that being said, I am done talking about all these rants, man. Let's go ahead and jump into the stories. As always, man, the stories we're going to talk about are available uh, in the link or description below. So if you're watching on YouTube, it's in the description. If you're listening on iTunes or uh, whatever podcast application you're listening to, they will be available on there, man. So with that being said, first article is coming from the fine folks at uh, The Verge. All right, shout out to The Verge. And basically, Wi-Fi is getting a big upgrade, uh, the biggest upgrade in, uh, in 20 uh, plus a year, man. So with that being said, um, in a few months, there's going to be a lot more Wi-Fi to go around. The Federal Communications Commission voted today to open up a spectrum to 60 hertz band for unlicensed use. Right now, don't get me started on this 5G stuff, right? But really what's going on is that they're opening up a spectrum of Wi-Fi, right? Um, that's going to allow for a higher frequency of Wi-Fi. So right now we have the 2.4 gigahertz and the 4 gigahertz um, spectrum available for Wi-Fi. And so with 6 gigahertz, what that's going to allow to do is basically it's almost like opening up a new lane of traffic and highway and allowing cars to go through there, man. And I got to tell you, throughout this whole process of, of working remotely and um, uh, working remotely and uh, uh, um, working remotely um, and having to rely on Wi-Fi for work, what I'm seeing with a lot of companies and a lot of people now is that they're realizing that their Wi-Fi sucks. Like right now, when I conference call and everything like that, I stay wired in and I have like the go-to meeting application running on both my hard line and my iPad. And the reason I do that is because Wi-Fi has become incredibly unreliable because everyone and their mother has Wi-Fi. And when you're operating on those same frequencies, there's going to be the, the, the chance of a lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of traffic and, and static and interference. And not everyone can afford to buy a $200, $300 router that supports, you know, higher frequencies, traffic loading, all this other stuff that these fancy routers have. Most people are getting these basic Wi-Fi routers from their house, uh, from their cable companies, and using that for internet. And so I think the opportunity to have a 6 gigahertz frequency and all that good stuff is going to open up for better quality Wi-Fi. Because Wi-Fi 
Wi-Fi is an issue. And I think Wi-Fi in particular is one of those things that people drastically uh, do not understand how it works. Because just because, like a lot of people think that because their Wi-Fi is slow, their actual internet connection is slow. Meaning if they pay for a 300 megabit connection, they're going to get 300 megabits through their Wi-Fi when they do that speed test. And it's never the case. And uh, I see people who will internet but not upgrade their Wi-Fi router and then wonder why their speeds haven't increased. A lot of times it has to do with the Wi-Fi router and the way it's configured and the interference. And so um, with this new update that's coming from the Federal Communications, uh, uh, whatever, Communications Commission, uh, with this Wi-Fi router upgrade or with this Spectrum upgrade, I think it's going to be one of those things that's going to allow for better internet quality, man. It's going to be like what 802.11n did. Um, so check out the article. I did a bro science version of explaining to you guys, but this is coming from the folks at Verge.com. Um, so with that being said, man, moving on to the next article coming from the fine folks at Markets Insider, man. I don't know where I found this one, uh, but damn, my camera's messed up on this too. Man, I am so sorry about this episode, guys. This is just coming out terrible. I'm such a bad person. Anyways, that being said, this uh, article is coming from the fine folks at Market Insider. Uh, Facebook pops uh, Zoom drops on Facebook's announcement for Room. So basically, if you're not aware, everyone is using Zoom applications, all right? Zoom meeting because of remote work, right? Um, Apparently, it's the easiest way to do meetings. I, I had honestly never heard of Zoom uh, up until uh, this quarantine happened. That's just straight up. I, I had to use GoToMeeting, Citrix, um, Skype for Business, Teams, um, but I had really never used Zoom. And it's funny because I have a video I put up on how to pair your AirPods with Zoom meetings, and the video's doing great. It's got over 5,000 hits. So it's crazy how I've never used it before, yet one of my most popular videos is about Zoom. Um, but with that being said, Facebook announces that they're going to be introducing something called Rooms, um, which is a video track. Uh, video competitor to the Zoom application, which is a game changer, but it's also like, did y'all not have this already? Um, so Facebook basically, um, it's called Messenger's Room, and it allows for up to 50 people to join a single room and interact with each other. The new product offering will be a direct competitor to Zoom uh, and Google Hangouts, which I love Google Hangouts and Google Duo. Um, the rooms prompted a swift 12% decline in shares of Zoom. <laughs> so basically, uh, of course, of course, and I had said this previously on other episodes, because there's been a lot of security concerns that have been raised about Zoom. And I've said that, like, I would not be surprised if a lot of companies are, are spreading fake publicity in order to cause Zoom to lose its clients and shift their, their clients to a different platform. And so it's it was only a matter of time until Facebook said, hey, hold my beer. Let me come up with my own uh, chatting application. Now, I'm surprised that Facebook didn't already have a feature where you could have 12-plus people. I know back in the days we had, uh, was it called Google Hangouts? Um, or it was called something else where, like, you could have, like, 15 people just talking with each other and move the cameras for you and everything. Um, but now that conferencing is as popular as it is, uh, Facebook is taking a stab at it. So um, I think that's very, very interesting to say the least. Um, I'm definitely not on board with it. Um, and the reason I say that is like it's very, very hard to get people at, in a corporate environment to say, hey, I want to use my Facebook profile, my personal profile to log into a meeting. It's just something that like I think that disconnect people want it. So I could totally, totally get on board with a company like, like LinkedIn doing this, even though LinkedIn's a Microsoft company. So it kind of goes back to like Microsoft Teams. Um, but um, to see Facebook kind of get into the into the ring with this, it's going to be interesting to say at least. I don't see a lot of people adapting this, right? Um, because Zoom has you know, had their foot in the game and Zoom offers a bunch of features that Zoom, uh, that Facebook doesn't offer um, off, off rip. You know, the way 
way um, Facebook or the way Zoom is utilized, it's utilized for training. It's utilized to interact with classrooms, for students to be able to talk, uh, for the host to mute people, etc. And I think Facebook has a long ways to go in order to capitalize on that business market versus the consumer market. Because the reality is, is that good luck getting consumers to pay for video conferencing. Good luck. Because if they can do it for free through FaceTime, if they can do it for free through, through Skype, they're not going to go adopt this platform. So your, your majority, uh, your majority uh, audience is going to be the business crowd, the, the, the corporate, the enterprise who's, who's looking for a conferencing solution. And I highly doubt they're going to go with Facebook conferencing, right? Uh, on top of the fact that there's there's privacy concerns that come with that. Even though there's a lot of people conducting a lot of private things going on, uh, private conversations on uh, um, on Zoom, uh, Facebook is one is going to be one of those things where people are like, let's discuss confidential client information on Facebook, and who knows that they're listening. Good luck. Um, and that's not, not a diss to Facebook, but I just don't see Facebook being that company, that companies uh, being that company that enterprises say, hey, let's go to Facebook for video conferencing solutions, um, maybe video marketing solutions, maybe town halls and things like that. But I highly doubt Facebook is going to be the company for that. But salute to Facebook for putting their hat in the game, especially during these challenging times. Um, but with that being said, man, last was coming from the fine folks of TechCrunch. It's magic. It's an article that I found very, very interesting um, about Magic Leap, the $2.6 billion bait-and-switch company, man. Now, if you're not familiar with who Magic Leap was, um, Magic Leap was a company that a couple of years ago, let me see if I can pull up a video, um, basically had the internet going crazy. They had the internet going crazy because they were like, we got this new virtual augmented reality technology that's going to blow your mind. Let me see if I can pull up a video real quick of what it looks like. Um, because oh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I have a video of this real quick. Um, but it's a video. It was a. It's supposed to be like the most groundbreaking uh, virtual reality company, right? Where is the video? Um, this is kind of a video of what it's supposed to look like right here, where they kind of showed an office and they said, "All this right here is reality." Um, uh, whatever it is, what it was supposed to look like. It was supposed to be this very cool virtual reality software where you could project uh, you know see universes and do all these crazy things and what was crazy about this company is that they had like raised like they talk about it here they were raised over 2.6 billion dollars in capital meaning they went out and said hey listen we got this technology it's worth two point like it, they raised money and what was even crazier about it right is that they were extremely extremely secretive about their technology. They said, listen, this is what we do. We're not going to tell you how we do it. We're not going to give you insights, whatever the technology. This is our product. We need that amount of time. It's yet to deliver. You know what I'm saying? Um, not even yet to deliver, but the amount of companies that have come out and kind of one up it, things like Oculus, things like a HoloLens by Microsoft that do AR, VR environments, they've completely leaked these companies. And what this article kind of talks about is that like Magic Leap basically went from promising one product that was, you know, the breathtaking VR experience or augmented reality experience. Um, and they didn't deliver on that. Not only did they not deliver, but then it, it turns out that that same exact video we just saw, um, where they're like, this is what the product is supposed to look like. Apparently, all this technology was actually um, basically Photoshop. Not Photoshop per se, but it was uh, designed by some students.
studio um, as a marketing uh, ploy, basically. And uh, that's not, again, I'm not dissing Magic Leap because apparently they have a lot of patentable technology, but it, they, they really reminded me of this company called Theranos. And I don't remember uh, Theranos, but they were like a company where it's like you could take a blood drop and do reading on people's blood. And it was supposed to be this groundbreaking company, but they were very, very secret. And they said, you can't see our technology. We're not going to tell you how it works. We're not going to let you see our labs. It's going to be super, super secret. Uh, and then it turned out to be a big sham. And Magic Leap was one of those companies that a lot of people were saying, hey, there's something going on here. Are these guys as good as they say they are, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it turns out a lot of people were right, especially the fact that, like, um, and if you read into the article, it goes more in detail about it. But if you look at the fact that they had to lay off half of their staff, um, I think in one of the comment sections, some engineers even talked about working or developing applications for that company and said it had promising uh, abilities, but the technology just wasn't there. And it was years upon years. Um, uh, it was going to be years and years and years before you actually saw like a consumer version of this product. And so it's one of those products that was drastically hyped up uh, and turned out to be something completely different, man. And I, I guarantee you this is going to be one of those companies that can be sold off. The technology can be sold off to different companies, either Microsoft, etc. And you'll never hear about Magic Leap again because a lot of times with companies like this that have so much promise, what happens is that they're like, they don't have the ability to execute on that technology, but companies like Microsoft who have an established VR, AR environments uh, and technology, they take that technology and apply it to their products and drastically increase it um, and are able to take advantage of it. And that's kind of what I see with Magic Leap, man. But like I said before, I encourage you to check out this article because I feel like I do terrible jobs of explaining these articles to people. But salute to Magic Leap, man. I think they're doing great things or have the ability to do great things, man. I, I, I personally, man, what I, I had been someone who I love virtual reality. I was someone who I had the Note 4. I remember when the Note 4 came out. And I had the, uh, the Samsung VR Explorer Edition, which was like the first VR ever designed by Samsung. You had, I paid $200 for this headset to slide a phone into it and do virtual reality, man. Because I, I, as a kid, all I wanted to do was virtual reality. Virtual reality was like the greatest thing ever. Um, and I did virtual reality, and I was like, eh. The thing about virtual reality that was weird to me is how completely disconnected from the world you are. The fact that I can't look at my phone, but uh, while I'm in the VR world, you're really just isolated. That's I had that issue, my, my head kept fogging up. But um, virtual reality is definitely, it, it, does it have a place in this world? Absolutely. But augmented reality, I feel, has a way better use case in this world than virtual reality. Um, I think VR is kind of geared towards gaming and simulation. Augmented reality has the ability to be implemented not just in a headset form, but in cars and things like that. And so, um, you know, I, 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 I'm excited about the future, but for me, I look forward, I look forward more towards augmented reality. But in the same sense, if we never get out of quarantine, I think VR, I have a feeling virtual reality might be the next step in like how to kill this anxiety of like wanting to leave your house and stuff like that. But man, with that being said, guys, my name is Edwin Pagan, man. I know this has been a, a kind of a ranting episode, but uh, those are the stories for this week. Um, I appreciate you guys listening to the podcast, man. As always, we're going to be releasing this every Wednesday uh, and, and hopefully some filler stuff in between that. Um, with that being said, man, I appreciate everybody who's been listening to the podcast, who's been subscribing to the channel and listening to the content, man. Um, leave your feedback below if you have any questions, comments, etc. But until next time, guys, my name is Edwin Pagan. I hope everyone has a good quarantine. And until next time, take care, everyone. Peace.
What are you doing? Watching my dad's channel. <laughs> watching your dad's YouTube channel? 